1: call, Hey, What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John. And this is going to be a tight 10. Pa-dun! We need some more radio style sound effects, John. I think that's what the show's missing. You know, like when people get tackled, that crunch sound. Yes. Word. It's always like it's football season. It's the pregame. <laughs> now. Here is John Middlecoff, Omaha, Omaha, and Guy Haberman. Red, right, red, right. And then 30 seconds of ACDC. That's how you start a show.
0: No one ever talking can catch a run unless they used to play in
1: the NFL. If they did not and they're just a radio guy, they're really slow and probably fat. (laughs) Did you see the video that was making the – somebody posted on like Wednesday. It was like, this dude, dude, uh, Zeke, really ran 60 yards in six seconds. You know, and then it was a clip of Zeke breaking off a 60-yard touchdown run. Well, at Ohio State. No, did the Cowboys rookie year? I don't know. I, I the way they said it, it made you feel like was it recent, but couldn't have been recent. But flying forties are different than running forties. You know, at the forty yard dash.
0: Very true. Very true. Uh,
1: all right, so uh, here's the show. This is actually going to be a mini mailbag because we want to jumpstart you guys getting back in the mailbag. A lot of you left us questions during the football season, and uh, we didn't answer any of them. lot going on (laughs) a lot going on so uh we want to start that back up again if you're listening to the podcast then obviously you just go to apple podcast it's a little harder with some other uh services but apple podcast is the easiest one five stars leave us a question there let us know i think maybe you could do it on spotify sometimes people dm us questions that's cool too you can try and do that sometimes those get in for sure um we just got it those are a little harder to keep track of so leave us a review we appreciate it if you're on the youtube Check out the podcast link down in the description below that'll take you right to Apple Podcast and you get some deets there. Do it. We had a good run. Football
0: season was a good run, John. Great run. We appreciate uh without the people guy, we would not have had the biggest fall financially and quantitatively in terms of earballs uh we've ever had.
1: Forgot about earballs. No, you're right. So thank because you. Because we everyone. really do have earballs now, right? We got viewers and listeners. That's right uh so thank you to everybody thanks for sharing it helping it continue to grow that's awesome it's been great and um we got a lot of stuff uh to do obviously coming up except in the next like 10-ish days or so we're not gonna be doing this so that's the update today uh next week no pods
0: Haberman's going to Florence and uh I'm going to Cabo so (laughs) (laughs) please
1: we should plan those trips actually that sounds good uh so we thought we would just do a quick little mailbag here and jump into some stuff. Ready? Let's do it. All right, here we go, John. Some of these are from overtime over the period of the football season. Things we didn't get to. This is from Gordon in October. He said five stars, but a suggestion: let each other's jokes breathe a little bit. The show's been a little uh, has a bit of lebitard in it. You guys have the ability to highlight the funny, but sometimes you crack off a quick jokes a quick joke and then just throw it away. It's like the other one didn't even hear the joke. Rather, you're waiting to fire off your next take recognize when each other are making jokes and let the audience laugh a moment before firing into a new take. Great show. What do you think? (laughs) I would encourage our listeners to pause the podcast after a good joke. You laugh and then you hit play when you're ready for the other to fire off a take. (laughs) I love a good five-star constructive criticism, though, I will say that. Very fair. I I am... I am bad at and this is why
0: I could never be a great interviewer listening while having my own thought in my head of what I'm going to say. I I can't balance them both. I I don't know how
1: Oprah and Howard Stern and Guy Haberman, you do it, but uh, I can't. I strongly disagree with that take. I think you're a very good interviewer. I think you come up with very unique questions. Uh, they're not always. Maybe they're not always necessarily based on what the person just said. But I think you 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 bring a very unique interview style. So I disagree I, I, with that. I, I
0: don't mean I don't ask good question. I struggle with listening. Like part of being a, a a good interviewer, right, is reacting sometimes to the question. For sure. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm just but not a great listener. I'm just not a great listener. But
1: yeah, okay. But I heard. I saw somebody. I saw this clip ended up in my timeline of a musician. I didn't quite under, know who it was, but they were um they were clearly famous. And uh somebody Irish? Huh? No, not no. <laughs> somebody older like a guitarist from like the 80s, 70s something. Maybe a drummer. And the interviewer said like uh uh something about like the pursuit of perfection. They say how close to a, if a, if per, if perfect is 100, how close do you think you are? And this person was clearly very You know, talented they said oh 22 23 and i agree like i think the pursuit of perfection is kind of a fool's errand like you're just not going to be a hundred at everything it's just not that if that's how you grade yourself it's going to be you're never going to get an a which is whatever that's a separate conversation i'm just saying you have strength as an interviewer that other people don't have i can easily say like and how did that make you feel that's good listening i guess but Sometimes you, whatever you, you you just not, everyone's not going to be the strongest at everything. So anyway, I don't think you should, I don't think you should criticize your, your, uh, okay. We'll try to be better listeners though. That's, that's fair feedback. Next up from Pete. He said, why do people act like Mark, Mike McCarthy's a bozo and Sean Payton is a genius. The resumes are very similar.
0: I think if you flip the two quarterbacks, they both had for 10 years. I would bet on Sean Payton having more success and Mike McCarthy and Drew Brees having less success.
1: I, I would put it that I, I would make it that simple. And I would say that's a good point. I would also say I would be much more optimistic about I'm, I don't know that I would call myself optimistic about Russell Wilson, but he has a much better chance to bounce back, I think, um, because of Payton. And I'd say I think Dak would have a better chance at greater success if Sean Payton was his coach than Mike McCarthy. And Mike McCarthy's not a bad... He is a good coach. I would
0: say he's had a pretty good two-year run, hasn't he? 24 wins, a playoff victory, went toe-to-toe with the Niners on the road. I actually think Mike has earned a little respect back in a weird way for people that still go, you know, don't quite see it, but pretty good. (laughs) I, I, you know,
1: I think he's about what he is, which is you're not going to win a championship with him, and that's not going to be good enough for the Cowboys. So I would have changed coaches if I were them. But
0: well, I got one for you: like, is is Mike McCarthy a better coach than Nick Sirianni?
1: <sighs> I mean, you know, it's easy to kind of I've we've been dismissive of Nick Sirianni, but he's he has a championship appearance now in his pocket, so long way to Mike, go. But Mike hasn't won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you'd have to. McCarthy's won a championship. That's what I'm saying. So oh, my, yeah. You'd have to bet on McCarthy has a better career than Nick Sirianni will. You would have to bet on that right now. It's going to be hard for Sirianni yeah. to achieve McCarthy's career. Uh, next up, this one from October 7th. An oldie but goodie, John. It was one star, and it said flop to Jimmy after one bag Lance game in a monsoon. How did that work out? Jimmy looks like hot garbage, and he isn't playing in a monsoon. I was a faithful listener for years, but won't listen anymore. They sound like the spreadsheet trying to make any excuse for Jimmy while throwing Lance under the bus after the first incompletion. Is that a shot at Lombardi? Uh, That is a shot, yes. That person is taking a shot at Lombardi and um, also believes us to be Jimmy Garoppolo homers, which I would say historically is not the case. Uh, I back that up with another one star, John. This is from We Champs Say No. This is from January 30th, so not that long ago. Quickly becoming bozos. Which And I think Bozos is uh, neck and neck with jabronis for a great thing to call somebody, Uh, but not a compliment, obviously. One star, they're blaming Kyle for Brock's injury. It's just a weird take. Calling the play, calling it atrocious to call the play. These are the same guys that say he's the best play caller. Is out of bounds for a regular call that a player made a bad block on? I don't know. They've become very hindsight lately, especially the Lance topic. See, that's age pretty good. How do you how do we account for the fact that we say Kyle Shanahan is one of the best, maybe the best, one of the best play callers in the league, but also we believe he mad, made a bad play call? It's like it's like saying Michael Jordan's the best score ever, but sometimes missed big shots. It's doesn't mean you're perfect.
0: Well, I just think life, sports, we live in a fluid world, right? We, on your wedding day, you love her. Uh, you know, in a normal day when she's screaming at you over something you did, you're probably, you know, aren't on the same page, right? Some days your kids, fuck you, you would run through a wall. Other days you want to strangle them. Like, it's just like, isn't that life? Honestly, isn't it life? Some days you, we've all, if you bought a stock, you're like, gotta, you're investing money into it. Six months later, you're like, God damn, that's the stupidest thing I've ever done. I, I just, sports are no different than most parts of our life, whether it's personal, whether it's investing, whether it's professional, some days are good, some days are bad. Like, so your opinions change. Not
1: every day when you ask someone a question, is their response going to be the same on the same topic? Well, I would say complimenting something, loving something, whatever it is, a person uh, believing in something makes your criticism of it more valid. Like you can go to a restaurant that you love, and if you say, wasn't great tonight, doesn't mean you've turned on the chef. It actually, it would mean that you're probably being very honest if you think the chicken is dry tonight, right? If your mom cooks for you a bunch of good meals over her lifetime, is confident in her cooking, and says, how was the lasagna tonight? You say, a little too salty. Your mom's not going to go, or she shouldn't go, you don't love me anymore? If you've been telling her for 30 years you love her cooking, tonight's lasagna was salty, it was probably salty. Salty. Exactly.
0: Yeah, People bitch and moan about dry chickens. like, it's why like God made ranch.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I will say I agree with you until when you have moist, when you have like good chicken, you're like, Oh my God, it can be done. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a high
0: end chicken, but I think other most chicken is in the same kind of ballpark.
1: Right. You don't go to Casey's barbecue or whatever, looking for the chicken. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You can, you can have a fantastic chicken sandwich. It'd be a little dry. If you have the right condiments.
1: Yeah. It was, we're putting ranch on that sucker. And finally, John, five stars from uh, this. Uh, this is from October, but I think the question still holds. It says, love the podcast. Always listen to it on walks. My question is, who do you think is the next big-time college coach to leave for the pros? Dabo hates the transfer portal? Question mark. I
0: don't think he has much, uh, many offers in the pros. Dabo Sweeney, that is.
1: Who's the next coach to leave for the pros? I don't think it's a great
0: college crop of potential, you know, for a long time, Bill O'Brien, when he transitioned, Jim Harbaugh, I think Chip Kelly got so big. You look at the 2000s, Nick Saban, Urban Meyer, I'm sure, you know, in his heyday, like Florida was being offered jobs. Uh, You know, when you look around, like you take out Lincoln, who I still think people would hire, but the longer this goes of his defense, you would have questions I,
1: you know Ryan Day. I mean, give me a break. Uh, also, Ryan Day. You don't leave Ohio State generally unless it's about to go bad. So that'd be a weird time to hire him as an NFL coach, right? You try to keep the Ohio State job as long as you can keep it. Generally speaking,
0: I, I would say Kirby does not feel like an NFL guy. How about
1: Luke Fickle? If 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 like it's going well, but Barry Alvarez is in his ass every day. He's at Wisconsin now. Lane Kiffin. Lane would be interesting, but he's done it once and it failed a long time ago. And he was like 30 years old. You know, I actually think I think Jonathan Smith might be a good pro head coach. I don't know that that one would come together, but I actually think guys like that, like to me,
0: if Jonathan Smith ever gets Seahawks, hire him to they've got John Schneider's got a lot of equity. I think I think he would have to go to a higher job to
1: have that like. For a GM to pull the trigger. Well, I I think it'd be a pretty big leap of faith to hire. I mean, once upon a time, the Chargers were a terrible franchise, but they did hire Mike Riley. But
0: I think he had worked in the NFL. Like, has Jonathan Smith ever
1: been an NFL guy? Uh, I don't think so. Like,
0: if you told me he was doing what he was doing at Washington or UCLA, I think you would get that talk because GMs, not that he doesn't produce NFL players, but if every year he had three guys in the top 50, GMs would just get to know him really well. And they'd be like, I fucking love this guy. I think he's a guy that probably GMs don't know well enough because of the school he's at that if he ever takes that jump up and continues his success would be a name that like a fickle or what's his name became
1: at Iowa State, right? Yeah. How about Josh Heupel? Asshole, I heard. Uh, NFL people hate him. James Franklin, no. Eddie O? No. Row the boat guy? Does not feel like an NFL coach. Does he? No. Maybe a coach who's coaching a, a, a premier quarterback and a team has the number one pick. You know, you kind of do in the NFL what USC did with Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams.
0: Yeah. Tedford kind of became that once he got developed Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Felt like people like, you know. You you gotta produce if if you're not coaching Ohio State or USC or Florida or whatever. You have to produce constant NFL players. So it's like, what's Jeff Tedford doing? He clearly can scout, right? And then he can clearly develop. Jeff Brom? Purdue? Yeah, like that type guy. But again, is he producing NFL players? Doesn't feel like consistently. Like Tedford had a run where it's like every
1: year he had four guys go in the top 50. Right. It's like, how's he doing that? Right. And Brom's not exactly dominant in college football, although he's doing well for Purdue yeah that was a good question from october 11th glad you waited around for that one (laughs) to get that one answered hope you caught it all right everybody get your mailbag questions in thanks for hanging and uh we'll talk to you soon